Getting tied up the title pad, turning it two to ten. That's just getting overrided in. Sudden hybrid, getting sober nightmare. I gotta get back. I gotta go back. I'm gonna rehibernated. Oh no, fuck it. I gotta stick to my own English words because this shit is getting twisted. I'm not a vocabularist. I'm not a virologist. I'm just a rama nama 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 list. I was just trying to hide, hide. I think I'm sounding my best. But I, I be a fool to be like I'm not being. But I be a fool to think that I'm not saying foolish things sometimes. But maybe I might be saying some shit that might be right, right. I'm not fucking with it tonight, no. Not now, not now, not now.
That's what friends are for. That's what friends. That's what friends are for. Cause you're going to really need them. Cause that's what friends are for. This week. That play plays over my head more than ever. It's my second grade play. It's Taylor's class. That's what friends are for. What are they really for? When we can't even trust them when we can't even say the right things in all the right times or the wrong things at the right times. However you want to say. If you had a friend for a long time, your friend is just as important as your wife. Just as important as your your life. <laughs> yeah. A friend is a friend. They're always going to be there. And they're always going to know how to resolve situations so that they're not a downsize to you, but a plus size. Even when you find yourself getting married, uh, a real friend at that moment should probably be able to uh, I just like when I go through my thoughts like this. 
However, I feel like I want to catch it on recorded. I don't know why, but I do. But, um, because I go through so many other thoughts. And I have so many other better moments of self-talk, self-thought, than the ones that I choose to put on my uh, stations, I guess. A little weird, but hey, that's what friends are for. <laughs> weird. Yes, I'm cleaning off my desk, okay? Because just clean off my desk. Because I need to get my notes together. Not organized enough. I thought I was organized, but I'm not organized enough. I like my friendships and stuff, you know. Don't have really a lot of them. But, uh, it's not organized enough, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe it is organized. But not my organized, because... I never got to really truly enjoy it. Having friends. It always seemed like we are always uh, having disappointments or fights or pointing fingers or some type of something because we didn't do something right. I don't know. I just know it was never. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say never. Because I do have acquaintance friends that I still am school with. Still am schooled with. <laughs> I am not deleting this, okay? I'm not. <laughs> when I do advance better in, in on or through this, we will discuss these conversations, okay? <laughs> but right now, <laughs> they are what they are. <laughs> Anyway, let me stop bullshitting. I want to have friends just as much as anybody else wants to have friends. I know I'm not a bad friend, so there shouldn't be no reason why I shouldn't have friends. Right? Right. And the only reason why I don't really have friends is because I'm an introvert. I'm all in the house and stuff, you know? <laughs> and um, even when I was on the street, I still wasn't in, in about, about that. I just wasn't. Just not into it in any kind of way. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what my fans are at.
Maybe it is. Okay. Good saying it. Let's see. I need to take another shower. I'm just feeling some type of way. I am feeling some type of way right now. Man. I just don't like Got my mind all messed up. Not really messed up, but just in too deep of what thought. I don't know. I started off talking about friends and I'm still, still pondering on it. So it must not be too much of a deep one. Yeah, I'm still here on some other. So really, what's real? I'm just with the bull fuckery. That's what it is. The bull fuckery. Who did we call? Boo fuckery.
sacudiendo. Y se está sacudiendo. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is January 29th, 2022. My daughter's birthday is February 1st. I would like to say happy birthday to her. She may not believe it or not, but she has always been the center core of my love of my life. My son is my first man that I can say that I is my full heart of love of men. He's a wonderful young man. And my daughter is a beautiful young lady and she is turning 16, coming up here. Um, I'm hoping I sound a little bit more confident today because I've been going through a lot of things, which uh, I'm, uh, um, oh, 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 that I'm, uh, really uh, wishing and desiring for it to manifest in my life. And that is for me to be able to uh, speak up, speak out, and not be afraid about what's going on in my life. And to speak about what's going on in my life because there's nothing else to do but to speak out about what's going on in my life because I sit here 24 hours a day, seven days a week in this house by myself, um, which is okay with me to an instant. But when it comes to a point when I don't and I'm not able to get to where I need to get to, then there's a problem. The problem is becomes when I don't get to get to my, my mail or see my friends or go to the doctor or better yet, being told that I don't need to have certain things because they felt like it. I'm not married. I'm not dating anybody. I just got my own um, self entrapments because if I would have never fell weak of myself, I would have never gotten this situation, period. That's what happens when you start doubting what you believe in. When you start doubting what you believe in, self, a.k.a. God, a.k.a. your plan, a.k.a. A-A-A-A-A-U, you'll get down. You already better understand you're about to go through the one up. We don't realize when we lose our homes and lose our, our so-called essences of our families. We don't even allow ourselves to fully um, understand what the hell we are doing until it's too dead damn late or not even too late but when it's just you in the dead damn runner dot down runner that damn runner before the pandemic came i was on a mission to build my my business um then i got sick and this was the years before the pandemic. Let's talk about years. It's about 2014. I got sick. Um, if I would not have went into the uh, emergency room that very day on January 6th, 2014, 
at 10.47 a.m., I would have been dead at 10.55 a.m., literally. I was literally minutes away from dying. I didn't have no time to tell my grandmother. I didn't have no time to tell my children. I didn't have no time to tell nobody, nothing. All I know is that the doctor came in and was saying, you have no time to negotiate our option to, uh, that's what he says. You don't have no time to have a pick an option. The only thing that you have right now to you is uh, if you're going to live or die. Do you want to live or do you want to die? And I said, huh? <laughs> For real, literally, huh? Because I didn't understand. But I was feeling fine, literally. Mind you, I didn't, I'm not, I'll get to the rest of that story later. But I was feeling fine when I went in there. I was just really pale. I was just really, really pale. And um, I felt really, not like um, ill, but I just felt pale and I guess a little feverish, but nothing else. Um, I can remember that. I, I remember that my, it was my, believe it or not, it was my dad who actually cared at that moment because when he got up and came into the, living room where I was laying at on the couch in my grandmother's house. Um, I just didn't feel good. I just didn't want to walk down. Um, no, it was just too late. It wasn't even that. It was just too late at the house um, to go walk down the street to my own, own spot. Um, and it wasn't even ready yet anyway. I think that's another thing too. I came down here came down to fucking Reno. I was already ill. I've been ill. I have been ill since the moment that I had to take my children to Reno because of the murder. You know, the state had let me drive my babies all the way to my grandparents' house. And they pulled me over one time just to make sure that it was me and my kids and we were okay. To make sure that we were, and we did everything that they told us to do and kept it pushing. Man, when I say my life changed ever since then, it has, it's not been right. That murder had a great effect on me. I'm just now getting sleep because at this time of the year, this is when it affects me because my brother, my best friend, murder, my homeboy, my cousin, all around the same day, same time, months apart. So the winter time is really tough on me from fall, from October all the way up to like April. Very tough on me emotionally. I'm always very fearful or scared, should you say not fearful. I'm scared of situations <laughs> ever since I was a little kid. But believe it or not, I be still moving forward. I don't know why, but I be scared. I be scared to fight. I be scared to talk shit, all that shit. But I, as much as you see and hear me do all that stuff now, these things come up over time. So we're boiling down to the time right now. When the pandemic came, I realized I wanted something else more with myself, for real, real, besides just being um, 
a hoe, a professional hoe. Um, I was proud of that. I still lightweight am, you know. I, I don't believe that there is um, anything wrong with it. It's just everything wrong with how you go about it. That's just my opinion. I don't believe in misleading children. I don't believe in abusing the elderly. I don't believe in breaking laws. But I do believe in pleasure. I do believe that you have rights. I do believe that children are our future and they're worth the fight. I'm a very spiritually connected person. I'm also a adult entertainer. I also am a citizen of the United States and I care about my community a lot. And I grow to love it more as I grow to love myself more. That doesn't mean that I don't believe that there's still no possibilities of entertainment, happiness, pleasure, these things come with ha with love, though. Do you know that? You know, we work hard every day, all day, to only be mad at our loved ones or only be mad at our wives or our husbands. And all we doing this shit for is for them. All we doing it for is so that we can have those romantic moments of being romantic and sleeping them away and... Uh, making love and songs and all that stuff on art and telling stories. And man, and if you're not doing it for that, then what the fuck? Even the high, come on now, even the high was not meant for you to be sitting up here fucking, um, excuse my language, excuse my language, excuse my language, excuse my language. Not meant for you to sit up here and be some type of way. I do not enjoy my cursing, even though I curse like a sailor. Oh my gosh. But I learned that my cursing does nothing but give me spells and curses and hacks and dwells me back because it, it sends a vibration and it puts you in a state of mind and it sends <coughs> auras <coughs> around you. Ain't nobody do me like Jesus. My throat chakra. <clears throat> I've been clearing out my throat chakra mentally, physically, and spiritually. Um, it's very important to understand yourself again here at true we uh like to say if you know better then you do better and if you don't do better then you must not know better because i would hate to believe that you would know something and not do it but then that sounds like all of us, doesn't it? <laughs> That's why it's got to be a slogan to yourself. It's got to stay in a slogan. It's got to be remembered every day. Because we be knowing stuff and we don't do nothing. We just talk about the shit, complain about the shit. Talk about how we want to change our lives or complain about how our lives are some type of fucking way, freaking way, excuse me. But yet we don't get up and do anything different than what the hell we were doing yesterday. Nope, not you, not I. And even if we were doing a little bit, it's not enough, clearly. Not enough for yourself. I know not for me. Because if I was being on my game, I would have already been done. Had events going. And some other stuff. But instead, I allowed myself to get trapped out here and get be kept back 
from my dreams and the things I want to do. Because I'm not a gold digger or a plotter or a thirsty throat nigga. When I tend to care for people, I care for them sincerely from my heart in every type of way. And I have no intentions on trying to hurt you, misguide you, mislead you, do you, overdo or not be anything other than what you need me to be. Trust me, I'm not. I might cuss at you. Uh, I you see how I said that. Uh yeah, if you um cross them lines. But I think that's what the, um most of us. <laughs> and I may trip out sometimes because I sit up in here by myself. <laughs> I may even be some. I may even have built up a form of insecurities. Maybe, maybe, if that's what you want to call it. But then again, I don't think I really am secure or insecure any at all. I think that's an act. I think I only do that because the niggas be needing the feelings, not me. Because I know that I'm not married. I know that I'm not obligated. So really, I don't think it's ever really been me, even when I'm fighting with these niggas. Because I think back when I'm fighting with him, it's not because I want to be with him or anything. It's because, nigga, I want you to get the fuck away from me. (laughs) And I want you to get away from me. Or better yet, take me away from here and you don't have to worry about me. I tell Bill that all the time, that he could take me back to Vegas. But he tells me I can find my own way back because um, I've been up here for three years. And, um, you know, I don't want to do nothing with my life. Considering, though, I've been up here for three years and I haven't been able to get my all the mail that I need. Every time I request mail and get mail or have certain things sent to me, is not. Unless I tell him that I'm expecting these things, I won't get my mail. So I made sure that I was understanding what was going on. And that's why today you hear me speaking with my confidence. And I'm going to speak it out on this podcast. I'm going to get up on YouTube. I'm going to get on Facebook. I'm going to get on all of it today. doesn't matter if you interfere with it or not. It's going down one way or the other. Because I am beyond being misunderstood. I am misbehavior. Misbehavior. Mm-hmm. You can call me Miss Binati. Binati be nice. I'm going to have to tell you when it comes to the price. You don't have to worry about the things that you do because you're the only one that wants to keep on playing your food. Now you want to try and pull me in and think that I'm about to do your sins. I don't think so because, again, I told you that I don't have no intent. Hey, hey, my life is trying to go forward. I ain't trying to do nothing on the back. Mm-mm. Okay, so anyhow. I meet Bill because I'm in the hood, but I was doing my own thing pretty good, actually, considering that um, I was left with nothing and everything like they're trying to do again. What's so funny is they be trying to take people's stuff. And that's why you got to disconnect yourself materialistically. I had learned that the hard way. But God had to tell, he taught me. He did. He taught me that the materialistic means don't mean you know well. If that's what's holding you back and that's what's making you feel some type of way, let it go. I just said that today to somebody else. Amazingly, even though the girl has a great reason to why she should be feeling some type of way towards the other female because what she's doing is grimy too. But then I can honestly say I already felt that and knew that. 
just like I'm confident to understand now that I already felt and knew that as well. And uh, <laughs> it's some cold shit. Now I want to know how deep does it go? You know, because he treats me kind of fucked up and uh, he buys food, but not healthy food. He buys junk food. He buys um, he buys stuff for other people, you know. Um, He does stuff for other people. This is how I know that it's either her or them. So I'm going to keep on telling my story best way I can. They'll come in 30-minute blocks of pieces. And I don't know. With me having ADD and tension deficits, it's the tension, yeah, sitting still or keeping my mind on track. It really is a battle. I sympathize for each and every one of you that suffers from that. Because when you are able to overcome it and get your things done, I commend you. Because it is one hell of a challenge. It is. I really suck at it sometimes. And sometimes my procrastination is so heavy. So heavy because I'd be so fearful. It will make me procrastinate. I know what's funny is that you are the only person that sets your thoughts, your minds, your desires, your future to what you want to do. And so the universe will give you all the resources, schooling, education, whatever it is that you need. But it's totally up to you to overcome the barriers, the burdens, the unpredictable setbacks. I don't like to be used. No, I take that back. I don't like to be abusively used. I don't mind being constructively used. I don't even mind being emotionally used. As long as you're not trying to emotionally abuse me, use me, <laughs> I'm cool in the paint. As long as you don't try to manipulate my situations for your gain, I'm cool in the paint. If you need me to do something, or you need assistance, I am always able to be gotten a hold of on my Gmail, my Facebook, right here, hell, um, Instagram, Yahoo, whatever you want, it's there, it's there, 1-800-I-NEED-YOU-YO-YO, yeah. Um, so when people do that, you know that, uh, there's some deeper stuff going on. When people go out of their way to make you, to try to make you happy or whatever, buy you all the stuff and all the nice stuff to whisk you off your feet. That's what they want, because that's what he did. He whisked me off my feet. But I, I wanted to be whisked. I wanted that love. I wanted that feeling of that love, to be daddy's girl, to be spoiled. And it was nice, because I hadn't been able to feel like that in a long time. It was really good. 
But what broke my heart was the simple fact that the game that he was trying to play, like I was in a relationship with him or he was in a relationship with me and he was worried about the person that I truly was in a relationship with. So he was making issues out of that more and more closer to each time that he came, which I already knew that. And it made me stand off more and more because nigga, you could have continued to have to do what you do and got some in that if you understood what the fuck he was doing, but you didn't. The only thing you understood was that you was trying to run game on a person who has no intent. Never put you in any kind of danger, any kind of way. God knows I have. When I first met him, I ended up getting a fucking ticket because of him. No, it's because of me. You wanna know why it's because of me? Because if I really wanted to truly help him at that moment, I should have simply just took his keys and went back into my house and closed my door and went to sleep. Yeah, yeah. He would have stayed out in his car and went to sleep and uh, already came inside and it would have been okay. And I would not have that ticket knowing that I didn't have a license and I never drove his car before, but I should, I didn't have to go. I didn't have to take him up there. I had a place to be. I had, he was the one that wanted to feel like he needed to be somewhere because he was using that as an excuse because it was okay when he was getting up in the pussy when he first met me. But then now what is the plan was that it was getting taken, taken and put into consuming. And I see that now. It was direly eager for him to now all of a sudden want to, um, couldn't breathe in my house. Yeah, he couldn't breathe anymore. So, me thinking that he's going through a episode and not knowing him and too high or whatever, I don't know, whatever game he ran on me. Um, ended up caving in anyway. and. Say, you know what? I'll drive you. Because I hadn't driven him for a while. I didn't feel like, you know, I couldn't drive. I could drive. And I didn't like it for people to be sick. I don't like for people to be uncomfortable. So he played me all the way around. Now, I don't know he has a turbo on his car, but he does. And um, I don't know these things. So I guess the RMP or the ramp or whatever it is was up. So it, which causes the car to, I guess, speed up more. I don't know. Either way it go, they said that I was going past the speed limit. Probably was, but not like hundreds. No way. I was going like 78 point something, maybe 82. Um, but I got pulled over at the, at the 82, but I got lied on and said I was going 100 and something, which was not true. Um, because his car doesn't allow you to do that. His car, as a matter of fact, <laughs> it slows down. It stops. He has to pull over and start it over and, you know, stop and start over. And it only lets it go past 45 miles an hour. Unless it's like completely warmed up or he doesn't hit the program or whatever he doesn't do it, did that he's got it programmed to do. He has his car programmed to do something. So it wouldn't matter if I videotaped it or recorded it or none of that because. You don't get that stuff like that when you go in jail, you go to jail, you go to jail, you phone and all that stuff is in, in the, you at the house or in the jail with you and they're not gonna give a fuck about that shit. So that right there tells you that um it's some bullshit. 
then they tried to get me on a DUI, but I wasn't drunk, nor was I high. And uh, they tried to make it seem like they had to force me to do a bunch of stuff, but I was, and I was very compliant the whole time. I don't like how they get down, how the whole get down was. I don't like it at all. And he not one time has offered to take me, pay for it, nothing. He don't care to ask if I'm, I even go to court for it or nothing. 